Welcome back, boys and girls, to another episode of K-Fabe Comparisons. My name is Mr. Know-It-All, Daniel John Schaefer, and today I am joined for the first time in the history of the show by none other than Evan Ransom himself, Mr. Tedexo on Facebook Gaming and Twitch. Evan, how you doing, bro? What up? How's it going, man? Thanks for having me on. Staying alive, staying alive. Uh, we are back to our monthly format. So this month, we are or this week of the month, we are doing our pop culture episode, and today is the state of gaming. So it's uh, we're really going to talk about how we uh, got into gaming. I know on the channel we've, before we've talked about Nintendo and Xbox and all that, but uh, today we're essentially going to start from the roots. So for me, I'll just I'll go ahead and kick it right off here, just to like kind of lead you yeah. in. Um, I am an old ass man. I will be 36 in November, so I am old enough to remember the original NES in its original like release time. That whole like period of life, I was very much alive, active, and playing video games. So for me, obviously Mario Brothers. Uh, I had track and field with the pad and everything too. I just recently like found out how much that's worth. But yeah, it's how much crazy. is it worth? Oh, dude, hundreds of dollars. Like. And I think that like track and field, the cartridge alone is like the holy grail of carts. Like that's like the one that no one can find. Yeah, it's insane. It's insane. So for me, definitely uh, Mario. Mega Man was the one that like really that I could really remember logging hours on as a kid. Uh, Excite Bike and like Rad Racer, of course, like Tecmo Bowl and all the classics that like, you know, you think of and the Nintendo days. But Evan, for you, what are the first gaming memories that you kind of have? First gaming memory. So I'm I'm 30, so I'm I'm a little bit behind you. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. But uh, I I started. My grandma had a Nintendo um, Entertainment System. I played Mario at her house. But the first console that um, I ever owned, my parents bought me a PlayStation when I was I don't remember how old I was, but it would have been or I guess around the time PlayStation came out. And yeah. Rayman was the first game I ever Ooh. like sunk hours okay. into and then battle arena to shinden shout out to my old playstation fans back then and uh was that wasn't was it ridge racer ridge Ra- uh rift racer maybe no I no th- i think oh, it was no. ridge racer hold on I look it might have been ridge racer it might have oh. been ridge racer there was there was three games i played with that yeah it's definitely ridge racer um but uh the first game like when you're talking about logging hours into the first game i ever really logged hours into would have been starcraft so, sorry, so you would say that StarCraft is kind of like the game that, like, made you a quote-unquote gamer. Oh, yeah. Yeah. StarCraft was the one where I got, like, dead serious about it. And, like, so when was it. when was that for you? Like, when did you, because, I mean, that game's been around, I mean, it's still going. So, like, when, when, yeah. when did you, like, jump on that train, like, year-wise? I got into it, like, a year after it came out. So that would have been, like, 97, 1997. Yeah, it would have to have been around then. Um, and I started playing uh, competitively with it. Like, I mean, as competitive as you can be as a, as a child. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, but um, I, like, I got really into the uh, competitive scene of StarCraft. Um, I was never that good at that age. but. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm glad that you brought up competitive gaming because I do have a slight past in that. Uh, we touched on this in the Xbox episode, but I am a diehard Halo guy. Uh, I managed to play on Last Light Gaming and played at the World Championships for Halo 5 in 2016. Uh, we were terrible and placed like off, like really low. <laughs> we placed really low. Uh, but it was a great experience. <laughs> Um, competitive gaming is something that I, I absolutely love. Um, I love being able to have Twitch streamers and that kind of thing on here. Um, so yeah, I'm super pumped about this episode too. So what we're, what we really want to focus on here is like 
What do you think about the state of gaming now? Like everything is a buzz. You know, E3 got canceled, but like we're about to have a whole next gen happen. Um, how are you feeling about? Are you? Le- I mean, I know you're a master race guy. You're a PC guy. But <laughs> yeah. like, let's say, let's pretend that you know you take off your PC pants and you had to put on a console. Okay. Which one are you? Are you kind of leaning on just based on on what we've seen so far? Well, I do own a PlayStation Four and a Nintendo Switch. Oh, okay. Uh, but no Xbox and- One. No Xbox One, and the reason, well, the reason why I don't go with the Xbox route is because I'll, I'll give Microsoft this. Microsoft's done a really good job of like slowly integrating Xbox into the greater Windows world, yeah. Um, yeah. and I believe that's, I think that's where they're headed big time with the Absolutely, Series yeah. X. So for me, like when it comes to having a piece, like having a, you know, I have a really great PC setup. Um, I don't have a need to buy an Xbox because right. the exclusives that Xbox are going to have are going to come to Windows. Yeah. So there's no point. So I bought the, the PlayStation specifically for exclusive titles. And it was right around Red Dead 2 came out. And then those guys went and released on PC2 and I bought it there too. But yeah, uh, <laughs> but yeah no, I loved, I loved their exclusive lineup. This next, uh, do you want to talk about hardware? Is that where we're... Yeah, I mean, honestly, you you would know a lot more about hardware than I would. So, comparing specs just for the the hardcore nerds that are on the feed, oh, which which one do you which one would you lean towards? Again, like let's say you don't have a PC, right? It just breaks one day, and you have to buy a console next gen. Which way are you leaning? Are we leaning PS Five? Are we leaning, you know, Series X? Especially with the way, I mean, I'm really glad you brought up the exclusives too, because I feel like at this point, man, like it's not like it was when we're arguing about PS3 versus Xbox 360. You know, like now it's we're really more it's more about the games because I really feel like I mean the specs as far as like the hardware they can't be that far off. Maybe I'm wrong, but they're not that different. Um, Xbox is going to have a bit of a more powerful uh, GPU in it, which is great. But I don't think graphic processing units have been what's really held back consoles. It's been their storage, right? So yeah, long, okay. long loading times. Uh, you know, with the the biggest upgrade thing coming into this next generation is going to be those SSDs that are going to be in there. Yeah. And that's where like the PC Master Race folks like myself don't have a whole lot more ground to hold on it anymore, other than us crazy people that run like you know two GPUs and SLI. Yeah. Uh, and just love troubleshooting for whatever reason. Sure. Uh, but um, you know, I think that's going to have a gr- huge effect on game design for two reasons. One is they they don't longer have that really hard limitation on read speed and, and, and write speed. Um, loading screens, the way that we've gotten used to games, yeah. being that there's always these clever ways that developers put in um, the best The best example I can think of is like Naughty Dog. Uh, Last of Us 2, Uncharted, and all that kind of stuff. Sure. Um, the way they, they trick you into being in a loading screen, but it's you know not really a loading screen. It's actually just like, oh, we're going to go on this elevator for a second, or we're going to like take, it's going to be really hard to pull this rock away from this door. You know, that kind of stuff is going to yeah. go away. And open world games are going to hugely benefit from that as well, too. Yeah. Um, yes. You know, no more the days of clipping will finally be gone. And then the GPUs are, are they're great GPUs they're putting in there. So, I'm actually just excited when we talk about the state of gaming overall. I'm super stoked about this next generation because PC gaming and those AAA titles aren't going to be held back by developers having to sort of throttle their development a little bit so yeah. consoles can have it too. Yeah. Um, because they're not going to not hit those markets. No, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And, and and a lot of those AAA titles too, especially like uh, the bigger 
uh, multiplayer game, games like COD and like, uh, well, I yeah. guess not Halo because it's an exclusive, but a game, like COD specifically is like, yeah. you'll be, you know, I'll be able to, if you have a PS5 and I have an Xbox Series X, we can be in the same lobby. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like that, that'll be very possible. And that's like something that we've been clamoring for for well over 10, yeah. 15 years now. Um, so that's, that's a nice little, little perk to have. Um, all right, man. So let's 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 get back to like the origin stories here, though. Too, we're gonna bounce okay. all over the place. In this, all right, I'm down. In this thing. <laughs> let's do it. So you're playing you're playing StarCraft. That's what like got uh, you like like wrapped in, right? So whenever yeah. you decided, like, what what was the next thing after that? Like, what what was the next thing until all the way up until you know we're here about like what was it maybe a year or so ago that you started streaming? Um. Yeah, it would have been a little bit less than a year ago. Yeah. Uh, all the way till now. Oh my god. Yeah, um, man, give me the backstory. We're I'm in here a, for the long haul, drinking beers. We're having a good time. I'm, I'm weird. I'm like a, I'm like almost like a collector. It's also, it'd probably be more of an easier question to answer if you asked me what games have I not played. Okay. Uh, and I don't say that as a braggart. Like y'all, the, who were your girlfriends though? You know what I mean? Who were your girlfriends? What were the games from like Starcraft to oh, now that's like not. I played these for years and years. Like it wasn't just like the 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 life cycle of the game. Yeah. Like I wrapped myself in this game well those would be competitive games like okay. single player games i you know i beat them and i'm you know i want to move on to the next one because there's so many coming yeah. out Definitely. and then uh but i hate to say this i hate to say this because a lot of people right now listen yeah, to this are gonna cheese, just be like baby. oh no no dude not that i played league of legends okay so much no hey bro college oh hey and i dude let me tell you about league of legends this is funny you're gonna love this so i hate the game of league of legends i don't think anybody <laughs> enjoys league of legends i like despise that game from the bottom of my heart and every year i reinstall that game and i remind myself oh my god i hate this game and then i'll get another hankering for it and i'll, yeah. I'll watch i'll watch the world's competition or something like yeah, that yeah and yeah, yeah, yeah. and i got back into it earlier this year and i haven't stopped yet Oh it's no! A, it's gonna be a problem. Anna's oh, already no. talked to me. She's like, Evan, you can't rage like this. Oh no, like, no! See that's okay. <laughs> all right. So a lot of it for me, full disclosure, then is like, okay, so like for me, it was you know getting into gaming. It was you know just the eight bit stuff. It was Mario. It was Mega Man. And then you know like I was a spoiled white kid. I admit it. I had like pretty much every Nintendo yeah. system growing up. I had the Super Nintendo. For me, it was definitely Super Mario World. Uh, Link's Adventure was a huge Zelda game that I got into. Honestly, to me, like outside of Ocarina of Time, it's the second best uh, Zelda game ever, including Breath of the Wild, in my opinion. Now, I love Breath of the Wild, but to me, it's a very, very different game. It's almost like a complete like reimagining of Zelda because it's not yeah. Zelda, really. You know what I mean? Like, I, I love, I love the game. I love the game, yeah, but it's, it's not, great. it's not a, it's not a traditional Zelda game. So, like, um, but yeah, man, the Super Nintendo was was the console that was like, okay, hours and hours and hours. I'm like 10, 11. You know what I mean? Like, do tons of Mega Man X. Tons of Mortal Kombat, tons of NBA Jam. Um, God, like I can't even I can't I can't even think of like all of the titles, uh, the Aladdin, the Disney games, uh, like the <laughs> Lion King game. I played the shit out of the Lion. So it was you're so a Nintendo hard, guy. Dude. Did you ever get oh, into Sega? Were you ever into Sega at all? Nintendo guy. No, all I, Nintendo? I was I was all Nintendo all the way all the way up until. Even with like when it was PlayStation versus N64, I was an N64 guy, like straight up, like Ocarina of Time again, like best Zelda game of all time in my opinion. Yeah. Um, you just, can't, I mean, Mario 64 is like arguably one of the best 3D platforming games ever made. Um, so huge into that. Like, 
Yeah. To me, and then and then obviously this being a pro wrestling show, like WWF No Mercy on the N64 is like still to this day <laughs> the best pro wrestling video game that has ever been made on any <laughs> console. So, and that's honestly too like that like Goldeneye because obviously N64 was before the original Xbox, so it was Goldeneye for me. And I think that the reason why I, now you know what I feel like I'm in a therapy session, but because I, now I realize that like. For me, <laughs> the reason why I went to being an Xbox guy is because I was I was an N64 guy when everybody else had a PlayStation. I was so, going like, to ask you that. Like, when did that happen? Because, like, you've been a Nintendo guy your whole life. And it's not like Nintendo stopped making consoles. No, but, I mean, right? the, okay, the Wii was such a huge departure from, like, you know, the carts. And, and I don't know. Like, plus you could look at, like, I was jealous. I had an N64, but I could look and see that, like, these games on the PS1 were yeah. visibly superior by a yeah. mile. And yeah. it's like, okay, well, you know, I don't know. I have a PC at home. I have Windows. Bill Gates seems cool. They're about to put out this <laughs> game called Halo. And, like, yeah. I had played the Mac OS demo, which is, like, apparently super rare. Um, I played it on an old Apple... Apple something or other. I can't remember what it was, but I played it there and I was like, this game is. Yeah, because wasn't Halo originally like a PC, like supposed to be a PC game? It was supposed to be. It was supposed to be an Apple game. It was supposed to be like an Apple Apple game. game. Yeah. And then Microsoft Um, got involved. Yeah, of course. 100%. Yeah. (laughs) Naturally. Thank God they did. They they don't come up with ideas. They just steal them. Yeah. yeah, I mean, that's, that's pretty much that's. But that was it for me. Like I got into first person shooting straight up because of like Perfect Dark and golden eye on n64 like those ga- were the games that it's like you know four controllers split screen you and your buddies like from the neighborhood get together and you just you know th- throw stuff at each other and like try to punch each other you get the gold gun i mean th- those were just yeah. the best times so like getting into like high school because that's how old i was it was when the original xbox came out so like we all kind of made a pact in my like little local nashville group with my friends that it was like we're all gonna get the Xbox specifically for Halo. And so that game, that moment, God, well, I was probably freshman in high school, maybe a sophomore. That game absolutely and utterly changed my life. That was the game that like I just completely lost myself in it. I suspended disbelief. I was the master chief. It was an immersion. Like not the story, the gameplay, also like the beginnings of multiplayer and matchmaking and you know yeah. like like Without Halo 2, by the way, there's no matchmaking. Like, the way you guys know Call of Duty and Battlefield, like, without Halo, none of this is the same. Like, so... A lot of Call of Duty people will tell you that sucks. Yeah, well... (laughs) We miss our servers. Call of Duty Modern Warfare back in the day. Oh, I I, I digress. I digress. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, obviously I was an FPS guy, and then I got into, like, sports games. So, like, generally, like, like nowadays on my Xbox One, I'll generally have one of each kind of game. Like, one RPG-ish game, one sports game. Game, always halo and then there's another fourth random depending on what had just come out you know in the past six months or whatever so right now on my xbox because i'm a little behind i still have halo and then i have um assassin's creed odyssey which is the one that i've kind of been playing through um and it's it's a it's a really really fun game yeah How long I, have you been playing it? Uh, a couple months and i think i'm like less That's than halfway months. through yeah, yeah it's, it's a long game it's a forever like, i love I that I haven't beaten it because like I get to a certain point in that game and I just go, I can't, I can't do this anymore. Like yeah, I just, it's the most beautiful game. It's so pretty, but it's like, it's like, okay, I get the, I get the gameplay loop. And it's like, it was like, it's like, I think I was like 30 hours in when I was like, Oh, I unlocked the last mechanic. Wait, I unlocked the last mechanic. 
how many tutorials did this thing throw at me yeah. to me to get to this point? And then once it was like, you're free, go do what you want. I always look at the world and just go, I can't. It's too much, dude. Yeah, it's so much. And see, I'm the kind of guy too where it's like, I have to make every question mark. I have to know what it is. I have to get all the loot. Like, even though it's like rep, the repetitious, same, like stealthy kind of kill off, the kill yeah, off the bad guys type build, thing. Build, climb a mountain to reveal parts of the map and all the rest of the side quests where you do the copy paste side quests so you can get completion so you can move on to the next area where you climb the mountain. It's the stealth archer. Nailed <laughs> 100% nailed it. 100% nailed it. I actually love that article. I don't know if you ever saw it, but it was. Um, I could probably rant for like three hours about Ubisoft and the history of their game. So just tell me to stop talking. Oh, I'm in. I'm I'm uh, totally in. But there was a review and I got so cracked up. This is before Watch Dogs 2 had come out. And like Ubisoft had kind of because Assassin's Creed, what they had done with Assassin's Creed had become they basically they basically just copy and paste it into all their other franchises like Far Cry. Three basically was Assassin's Creed, but on a tropical island. And is for, and yeah, FPS, yeah, yeah, FPS, yeah. But it was like the same like open world format. And then Watch Dogs yeah. came out. It was the exact same. So I can't remember what game it was that came out, but somebody posted a review. And it was called Review of Ubisoft Game, and the guy reviews the latest Ubisoft game, but he like describes it vaguely enough to where it fits literally like the past seven or eight titles. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. And That's it's awesome. The They've been a, like I feel like Assassin's Creed Odyssey and then Origins before that has been like them recognizing that fact and moving kind of forward. I'm really stoked to see what Valhalla has to oh offer. Oh my god, dude. How beautiful does that look? Not only that one, but like speaking of Ubisoft, like, dude, like Far Cry 6, have you seen the trailer for that? Dude, Gus, good lord. Gus, good yeah. lord. Good lord. It looks beautiful. And and okay, I'm really glad you brought up Far Cry because to me, that's one of the more underrated FPS games. Like I feel like people get hype about them right when they come out and then you just don't hear anything else about them. Yeah, but Far Cry 5, dude, I I replayed that campaign like twice. Like I I loved that game. No, Far Cry 5. The one that oh, came out like maybe yeah. 2 or 3 years ago with like the cult leader in like the middle of Montana yeah. or whatever. Like, oh my god, that game was phenomenal. Yeah, see that game you can point at, and you can see where like Ubisoft has kind of seen that, like, yes. okay, you gotta yeah. mix it up. Yeah. Because in that game, it's less about like, I mean, they still have that tried and true formula in there, as stale as it is, but they mix it up by kind of like, you just sort of come across stuff, pick a direction, and just go, man. Like, you'll, yeah, like, someone will run up and go, ah, and then like that leads to a side quest, and they're, you know, they, it's not, the best side quest material but it's still like it was still exciting to kind of like okay i'm gonna go over this hill and then like very breath of the wild right yeah like, oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. This hill and like something's gonna be over there i can't wait to figure out what it is yeah 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah yeah it gives it, it gave you a more like and, and again like i liked far cry 3 a lot and that was the one that put like that series on the map um but then like they had a couple really big duds like like far cry primal was trash it was so bad like just not a good game at all and then the same thing with the assassin's creed series like i i I like those games but this one odyssey like i actually didn't really like origins that much like i tried to get into it it just wasn't really for me and the one right before that one which i think was syndicate that one was what almost killed the franchise for me. Yeah. Like, I just did not like it at all. I didn't like the mechanics. And there was the French Revolution one that had, like, all... It was, like, meme-worthy everywhere, just all the broken graphics. And, like, I think it was... They had released it right around the time is that this generation of consoles released. Like, I think PS4 and Xbox One had just come out. This was supposed to be a launch title, and it was late. And they released it broken. Um, which That's what did, does kind of seem like a trend for game games now. Like, uh, I mean... To be honest, I'm a, I'm a huge Halo fan, but like when the Xbox when this when the current generation came out, 
Master Chief Collection was broken. Halo 5 was broken. Um, uh, the Assassin's Creed games were broken. That uh, Madden 25 was broken. Madden 25 worked better on the 360 than it did on the Xbox One. I mean, even it was it was everybody though. You know what I mean? It, it wasn't just like one thing. And so that's why when people are like, when we're grading these, um, like we can watch these trailers, like the Valhalla trailer, and be like, oh my god, like it looks incredible. It looks like a movie. Like straight, it just looks like a movie. And that's like in you know in engine like footage like that's awesome but then you also watch like um like the halo trailers and they look great but then you watch the gameplay and everybody's just ripping it apart like oh these clouds are popping in the grass is still loading it's like dude they played this demo on a day one edition xbox one like that's that's where they captured this from like that's you can't you can't uh, you know, pl- not only that too. It's like, dude, th- this is all brand new to them too. You know what I mean? It's not like they just had this console just chilling with them for the past six years while they were working on this game. You know, like they're trying to switch everything over. So, how how do you feel about that? Just the transitioning from one console to the next, and how developers have to like kind of just switch on the fly. You know? Yeah, they. Yeah, it it all depends on how good their engine is and how they can make it talk. I mean, you 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 see. You know, obviously the the gamut, the spectrum of successful ports to unsuccessful ports. Um, New generation stuff is always risky. Um, Launch titles are always risky. I think, though, and like to this, because what like where you're talking about, I'll go back to your Assassin's Creed Syndicate, like uh, and then your Madden games, like all of these franchises that were on annual release schedules yes call like, of duty yeah call of duty now call of duty the one thing they do right is that they have two diff completely different development teams yes that like will hand sure. off yeah, so they're Treyarch actually working on it for, Ward, yeah. you know, for a while but like i think like with ubisoft and, and ea specifically had this problem um has a lot yeah. of yeah it still does to a certain extent um i feel like they nail it in some ways but like they have they really just I don't know. You just know who they are. But, yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. You know what you're but, getting. Uh, you know what you get when you buy an E title on launch. Yeah. If you do that, you know what you're getting. But like, yeah, I feel like run. as we've gotten more, these games have become less. You know, you know, 16 bit, 32 bit, 64 bit games, and then now we're on to these like, okay, there's like insane processors that are running this <laughs> stuff. And like they're they, they've got this beautiful like textures to do and all these complicated game systems. I mean, like go back and play an SNES game, man. Like yeah super fun but it's just like simple shit or simple yeah. stuff right i don't yeah, know if i can say that it's, totally <laughs> shit. it's okay, simple cool. ass shit totally. <laughs> but uh but like i feel like when they started getting to like the ps4 and the xbox i guess it's xbox one x yeah xbox one so, yeah xbox one sorry <laughs> no you can tell how much i know about xbox yeah. but uh uh like i feel like they got to a point where like there's not enough time in a year to make one of these things and there shouldn't be there's just not enough manpower i mean ubisoft like will have 300 developers on a game and they can't get it done in a year but they're like the they but they're gonna push the game out they were gonna hit these deadlines and ubisoft got hurt financially because of it ea took some hits i mean ea almost lost their license with disney over battlefront 2 which is kind of wild because it was a wildly popular game like people and like bought. I mean, right, not yeah. wildly, wildly well reviewed. Uh, I mean, okay, so we'll we'll touch on that then. The biggest gripe there was the loot crates and like how it was like just pretty much like they were kind of like the focal point of that. But to be fair, like it wasn't like they had started that they started doing it. You know what I mean? Like no, there were tons of other games that were doing it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. for sure, absolutely, yeah. most egregious. Yes. 
Yeah. And then they had the infamous Reddit comment, the most downloaded comment in history, right? What was yeah. it? Was this like you, we want players to feel a sense of pride and accomplishment when they purchase their yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, like, well, Disney, Disney doesn't care. Like, and this is weird when it comes to their game department, they didn't care about sales on it. They wanted they 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 closed down LucasArts because they wanted to include quality franchise games, right? Yeah. And so when you have a big community backlash on it, Disney's all about that image. And yeah, they're like hundred you know, percent. Yeah, they basically pulled them in there. All that stuff got removed. Well, it's still there, but it's not nearly as ridiculous as it once was. Yeah, and there's still a community playing it. So, oh, for sure, and it's a fun game. I, I mean, I had the game. I have I have EA uh, Game Pass or EA Access or whatever it is. So I get like the. You know, the discounted prices, it's like 35 bucks for the year. You get 10 hours of, of every single game that comes out. So it's like, and, and dude, 10 hours is enough. Like 10, like honestly, it's like most of those games, like I'm a, I'm a huge football nerd. So like to me, and uh, this is my grub with EA, like at this point, especially on the next gen, and I know they've been talking about this, especially with FIFA. That's, they were, they were, that's actually where it started was with FIFA. But eventually those, that game is going to be game as a service for the life of that console. So like. You'll buy it won't be FIFA 20 or FIFA 21. You'll just buy EA FIFA and they can just literally update gaming as it happens, update rosters because that's all they're really doing. You know what I mean? Are like, gonna, are they going to do that, though? Are they going to have a subscription model? How are they going to? Recruit- well, they already have it with EA Access. You see what I'm saying? So like oh, you would have different tiers. And I think they've been trying it because they started with EA Access with the beginning of this current gen consoles. So I feel like they've been trying to kind of like put this in your brain for a while. And I think a lot of developers, a lot of major like Activision, uh, Ubisoft, maybe even uh, maybe Naughty Dog on the PlayStation side are eventually going to go to a point where it's like, Hey, you know, it's it's like before like Xbox 360 PS3 days, it's like, it's just like cable TV. You know what I mean? You buy what you get and that's what it is. But now it's like, and I remember back then we were all like, oh, man, wouldn't it be so great if you could just pick the channels that you wanted to pay for? And that and that's all you had to do. And like, well, that's what we do now. But now we spend way more money than we ever did on cable. So it's like, are we really did we we got what we wanted, but at what cost? You know what I'm saying? So it's like yeah. I feel like that's what's going to happen. Then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to start paying ten dollars a month just to have EA games. Sure, I might get all of them. I might get FIFA and NHL, whatever. But if I only play Madden, then I'm essentially just paying like 10, 15, 20 dollars a month just to play Madden. You know what I mean? Are there any games that are, like, and I don't know this, I should know this, but are there any games that are exclusive only to a subscription tier on either service? Like, I know because Xbox Game Pass has, like, they have that. Not that I'm aware of, but I feel like Game Pass... That would be the beginning of it, right? Yeah, of course, of course. Game Pass, I mean, I do feel like eventually with Game Pass, they're going to get to a point where it's only on Game Pass. You won't be able to buy it one-off. You can only play it if you have a subscription. And that's like, I mean, I don't, honestly, I don't have problem okay. with that. I'm okay. Yeah, I, I, I mean, especially because of the selection, I'll get to play more games, like games that I would have, would have not tried otherwise, and mm-hmm. games that I've loved. Just like a prime example is a game called Max and the Brotherhood. I don't know if you ever heard about that game. It's a platformer they just have free on Game Pass, and it was like. You know, it's one of the newer generation platform games. And it was like, I would have never, ever even thought to play it. But I was, you know, four beers deep one night. And it was, I just saw a trailer for it. And I was like, you know what? I'll download it. It's like two gigs. It'll take me five yeah. seconds. I'll just download the game and, and play it. And I, dude, I got, I was six hours later still playing that game. So it's like things like that I'm, I'm grateful for because I found a new game that I love. 
that I would have not played otherwise, you know? Yeah, I'm looking at the images of it. And like, you can, yeah. if this like showed up on my recommended feed, I would have just exited out. But yeah. like you said, though, if I got drunk enough, I'd download it. Yeah, awesome. exactly. That's I how I got into anymore. I'm a grown ass man. How, yeah, that's how I got into these indie games lately, like on Switch, because Switch is like the king of that now. Okay, like, yeah. I, like, I saw Celeste, and like, I don't know, it's like, it's a platformer about mental health. And I was like, I couldn't be less interested in this. Sure. And then I got it because it was on sale. And it's the best game I've played in years. Like really? it's it's so Celeste on the Switch. Celeste. Well, it's on it's on all the it's everywhere. Okay. Uh, but it's like it's a two D. It's like retro Switch, style but... graphics. Yeah. yeah. Um, and yeah, it's 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 an amazing platformer. It's very hard and like its difficulty is like part of the story. I don't know. I, I don't want to get into a huge round Celeste because I could sit here forever. But it was like I was like I kept looking at my like on my uh, Anna and I was just like Anna, this level is so hard. Can you like come, on, come look at this real quick? And I would like nail it and I look over and be like isn't that cool? And she's like that I could not care any less. Yeah. <laughs> but she's still she's on the she's on the whole uh, Animal Crossing tip though, right? She's still oh, li- living okay. in that world. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. That That's and Harvest awesome. Moon. And That's then awesome. now, is it my time in Porsche? Yeah, she's oh, nice. Porsche. nice. She's into the craft them up, you know, games. She's really into it. I do like the Ori games too a lot, you know, like, and that's the yeah. thing, like, without without playing Max and the Brotherhood, I would have never played the Ori games. Yeah. I would have never gotten into that whole, I would I would have just left platformers where I left them when I was like 13, yeah. you know, like, like Mario. Yeah, it was Mario. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now, now I'm now I'm in a weird situation where I have a five year old kid, so like I got to switch because like Mario Odyssey. And then, like, I ended up playing. I ended up playing it more than he did. Like, I mean, just because it was almost like <laughs> this felt like Mario Odyssey to me felt like the like the true sequel to Mario sixty four. Like, yeah. like it really felt like that. And it was like, I don't know. Like, I was a diehard in sixty four kid. So, so it was so such cool. a yeah, dude. It, it because like my son loves it, and my son like makes the Mario voice now, and like all those same like wow. You know, like the same things that I did when I was a kid, you know, like and so it's it's cool. Like I love Nintendo for the nostalgia 100 percent. I mean, it's awesome that I can let my five year old play video games and I can like relate with him as a 30 soon to be 36 year old man. Like that's 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 invaluable to me. So like Nintendo will always have a special place in my heart. At the same time, if you are you're also not 12 anymore. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Like I think that it's. I feel like you have to have if, if you're an avid gamer past the age of 25 and you only play the switch like are you really gaming like you know what i mean i'm not or again like i'm not saying they don't have some awesome titles i'm not saying yeah. they don't have awesome titles it's just that like i don't know like that's how much you care about fidelity and performance i mean they got the witcher 3 on switch yeah okay but who like, plays the witcher 3 on switch though i mean people do people want that handhold adventure Right. Like that's like the big that's the big tie in. That's, that's why you would buy a mainstream title on Switch. Sure. Cause I, okay. I can okay. But yeah. like but if that's all you got and that's and that and that works for you. Great. But like for me, like I'm going to boot up Witcher and I'm going to play it in 4K at 144 frames a second. And, and I'm going to yeah. I'm going to have the time of my life. I could. Yeah. My, my, it was, it's on it's on Switch at like 540p. Yeah. Like and I've pl- I I know what The Witcher can look like. That's the yeah. problem. That's what I'm saying. It's like asking yeah. you like like Hey man, you can watch this like ultra 4K HD like Avengers, or we can just get the DVD. Which one do you want? Yeah, but I get like, if I if I'd never played it though, if I didn't know it could be that way. Oh, I right? see. Okay. And yeah. then you gave me the Switch version and I played it. Oh, dude. 
that story and the content, all of it's just so beautiful and perfect. Yeah, I would probably adore the crap out of it. Ignorance like, is bliss at that point, right? Yeah, but like because <laughs> I know what Witcher Three can right, be, I can right, be, right, yeah. Not come close to touching it on the Switch. Yeah. I, I will not buy it there. And again, like. Why would you, dude? I lo- again. I love the Switch. I love the Switch. I, I again, like the the experience that I, I've been able to have with it, especially with my kid, and even without, like Breath of the Wild, a phenomenal game. Like I would play that whether my son was alive or not. Probably I would play that game. Like, but yeah. like, could I? Okay, if if I didn't have kids, could I do without having a Switch altogether? Absolutely. Like absolutely. I could too. I could too. I love my Switch. It's yeah. I- playing my switch more than my ps4 and my gaming pc lately because i'm on, i'm on this like indie game picking the handheld just it's so ease. perfect for that it's game ease. kind of game yeah. yeah like i'm playing cross code right now i don't know yeah. anybody with the switch if you're listening go get cross code today it okay. is Crosscode, it like is that. dude it is phenomenally good and like i can't stop playing it but like if if you like told me like, if, like, if i don't know if i didn't have it i'm gonna be all right yeah. I'm going to be all right. Yeah. But- yeah. And again, no, we're not slamming Nintendo. Like, I feel like we all like, okay, first of all, if you're past the age of 20 or 25 and you play games, you probably have some kind of Nintendo background at some point in your life or Sega, like something 16 bit or higher, I would say. Um, but yeah, I mean, like, again, the Switch is phenomenal. It's a phenomenal console. It's just that to me, you're not going to, there's, there aren't, you know, the games that people are clamoring for, like Valhalla and Cyberpunk and Halo yeah. Infinite and like Spider-Man, you know what I mean? Like, like uh, yeah. Last of Us, like not, you're, you're never going to like th- those days are gone for Nintendo. Nintendo. OK, this is what I'm trying to say. As an adult, I want like I know that I'm not actually accomplishing anything, but I want to feel accomplished when I play video games. It's not just about the adventure. It's not just about fun because sometimes I play shit I absolutely hate just so I can beat it to have accomplished that goal. You see what I'm saying? Like, I know we've all been there. Like, there's a level in a game that we like, but it's like, dude, you have – yeah, Dark Souls. Yes, thank God. Yes, absolutely. Like, 100% that. So, like, to me – and there – I mean, there's – it's not a knock, but, like, the Switch exists to not have that feeling. The Switch exists to have just this harmonious, like, enjoyment and entertainment and stress relief. Whereas I feel like a lot of like more AAA titles like are stress inducing, you know, like I'm, I'm more stressed out after playing a certain, a certain boss and like, uh, you know, or a certain, especially like multiplayer. Like I'm way more stressed in a multiplayer game when I want to win because I'm a competitive person than I would be if I was just sitting down playing Mario Odyssey. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. You gotta, oh yeah. I, I get sweaty playing League of Legends. A hundred percent sweaty. Yes. Rocket League, I get super sweaty, but I'm going to, I'm going to disagree with you there a little bit. Cause honestly, some of the more, more difficult games I've played lately have been on switch. I think what you meant to say in that in, in is like Nintendo titles. Yes. Like, like those yes. are, yes, that's, there's yeah. a lot of, like, if you want challenging games, there's plenty of super challenging indie titles on the Switch eShop. Yeah. Um, and well, then I mean, a they're, lot they're, of the they're games, titles. Assassin's yeah. Creed is not a hard game, right? Like, that's a super easy game. I play that game to relax. But it's length. It's length. <laughs> yeah, it just takes, yeah, it's just a bore fest after a while. <laughs> yeah. It gets that way. You have the to be used to repetition for sure. Yeah. I think one of their biggest problems is they let you get like fully like there's no more progression and you're like 30% through with the game and you're like, what what do you mean I max everything on all my skills? I gotta play the rest of this story with with no more progress. No, I'm good. Yeah. I'm past yeah, on yeah, that. I'm done. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, I'm good. The story's not that great. 
No, no, no. Oh, no, no. It's not. Oh, oh, okay. All right. The main story is phenomenal. But there's like that's the thing with Assassin's Creed games, and that's a, that's a big my big issue with with Origins. Hopefully, they'll get a little bit more linear with Valhalla because it's like, dude, there's so many side missions that it becomes like, and the side missions kind of tie into the main story. So it's like I don't even know if I'm really on a side mission or if it's part of like. Could I have just avoided this whole thing where I had to go find this guy, like, a helmet on his sunken ship or whatever? Like, did I even have to do that? Like, what was yeah. – you know? I, kind of like a purple weapon that you immediately dismantled for supplies. A hundred percent. Yes, a hundred percent. Or you just get out – or you get you end up getting a helmet and you're, like, already eight levels above where that helmet is. So it's like, okay. Like, all right. Yeah, they're trying really hard to perfect that open world formula. I think they're – I think they're missing the mark a little bit. It's like, hold on, dude. If I, it's an assassin's game, man. If I shoot you in the back of the head with an arrow, and Dead. all it does is like take five percent of your health off, and oh, whoopsies, you're in the wrong village right now. You can't be doing that here. That part drives me nuts. It's an assassin's creed game, or just call it something else. Yeah. Just no, it's I agree. Not, it's not like Assassin's Creed anymore. I, I agree. I, I agree. That. I think they're great games. I like them while I play them until I yeah. But like, like it's just not. It's just so weird. Like the see the, to me, no Hidden Blade, no Assassin's Creed. Here's, there's no Hidden Blade. There's no Assassin's Creed. No, there's no Creed. Here's here's a game that did it right. Okay, this is this is just came out, and if this is anything about like says anything about what next gen is going to be like, even though it's kind of a cap of this current gen, Ghost of Tsushima. On PS4, yeah, 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 it nailed what like has done everything Ubisoft's been trying to do, but they did it perfectly. There's no, there's no levels. Like it's not like it's not like a role playing game that way. You get skill points that you invest in different tools and different moves that like help you take on larger and more aggressive groups of enemies. So the difficulty climb is still there. The difficulty yeah. spikes are still there, but it's not like if I went to a certain town, oh, you just can't be here right now because. Turns out your Viking is 20 levels below this peon guard. And even though you have, you know, crazy amounts of death armor on this farmer's, you know, little uh, pitchfork is going to one one shot you out yeah. because, you know, you're, you're just not supposed to be here yet, man. That to me ends it just ends my enjoyment of, of the game. But go so, so OK, so, so what's so, so what's the so then what's the solution to that then? Like uh, what, what how, how would you program that? How would you if you were the dev there, what would you do? Get rid of levels. But yeah, then it's, it's not open world. You know what no, I'm saying? Be, no, no, no. It can be open world. Ghost of Tsushima is open world. There is no levels. Like there's no there's no like um, there's no stat increase. Well, there are some stat increases. Like you can you know you can uh, kind of Far Cry style, where if you like go hunting, you get leather, and then like you can upgrade your sword sure. or whatever. All that. Right, kind of but you don't have stuff. to do any of that. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. don't have to do any of it. You could play yeah. that whole game, not take a single upgrade. You could still beat that game technically. It would be really difficult to do it i'm yeah. sure someone already has at least yes. 10 times there's a speed run of it on youtube somewhere but yeah. uh like to me like it's asked speed get rid of the levels like get rid of it's not first off you're not an rpg stop trying to be one two it's it you're like agreed agree 100 yeah, percent yeah, and you don't have to go back to old old style assassin's creed games even though i'd love to see a revival of those but you don't have to go back to that but like i don't know, take the lessons from ghosts Take the lessons from your other titles like Watch Dogs, right? 
and 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 move into that into that world but make it where instead of me just like okay i killed this peasant so now i'm arbitrarily stronger with my axe arm instead of like having that crap just make it where like okay you killed enough stuff now you can unlock this particular combo or this particular yes that you didn't have before now you have a throwing knife now you got a hidden blade now you got right yeah you know this or that and now you and like so that still gives the player the agency to decide how they want to go about any given encounter that's on the map but as you unlock more stuff it's like okay now instead of i get to the end because it's assassin's creed at the end of the day nothing's stopping me from just walking in there and terrorizing everything so long as it's under level right yeah but if i if i when i get to like the later you know fortresses or whatever they are keeps and castles whatever you want yeah. to call whatever this game's going to call them yeah. uh enemy and level outposts. 60 and i'm at like level 32 yeah yeah it, Instead of being leveled, just be like, okay, by the time I get there, like, I'm going to have way more tools and equipment and moves in order to go about this engagement the way I want to do it. And it's going to feel different and more fresh than my previous encounters. Because at the end of the day, with the levels, all I've done is arbitrarily gatekeep the player from, yes. from engaging in the same content. All the stuff that, like, makes the gameplay have variety and feel fresh, sure. you're, you're done unlocking that stuff when you're, like, 30% done through the game. Yeah. So it's like now I just have to arbitrarily level up to continue to slog through this story, which is I know I know you said it's brilliant to me. It's like it's like it's it's OK. Yeah, it's not Last of Us. It's no, not. No, 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 no. But it's, it's not, not it's not a story driven game, though. You know what I mean? Like like th- like I feel I feel like that game is more based on like, OK, it used to be a story driven game. And now I feel like they're trying to be an RPG. So like to me, the only difference is because I mean, even back to like. Uh, the Ezio, Assassin, all the way back to Assassin's Creed 2, it was dude, pretty much the other world. Oh, yeah. Dude, first of all, oh, those man. are the Golden Age. Yeah, Absolutely. Golden Age. Yeah, you cannot yeah. beat those. Like, yeah. you can't beat them. Black Flag was close. That was a really close one. Really Black Flag, that. I spent two and a half years of my life playing that game. Like, <laughs> dude, like, re- like Revolution had come out, whatever. Like, I'd still own an Xbox. Just like, okay, you get it. You like the ship two. level in three. <laughs> Oh my god! I loved Black Flag. Like played all of the so DLC, good. bought them yeah. all. Like I was so into that game. Um, and to me, okay, this is what they need to do again. Like to me, Black Flag did it perfectly. They already they already figured it out. The way it was is like you get on the island, your ship doesn't show back up until you do everything on this island. It's not even about levels. It's just like it is open world. You can do whichever in whichever order you want, and they give you a, a large enough map to to search, and yeah. you can still. You know, you can still just like mess with somebody on the street or steal a merchant's like bread or whatever it was, whatever you want to do, whatever, however you want to be. And it would make you good or bad or whatever. Like that, that's all cool. So some of those RPG elements were there, but it's like just to me, it's easier to just do that. Give me eight missions, maybe four to six of them are main storyline. The rest of them are, are side story. And then like unlock the next island. I could if I only have to do the main one. So if I want to come back and do the side ones later, that's cool. Or if I just want to move on, I can. But once I've like once I've unlocked, you know, Black Lagoon and I go on to Red Lagoon, I can any at any time go back to Black Lagoon at any yeah. time I want. You see what I'm if saying? I want to like, go do my 100 percent grind fest and get my platinum trophy. I'll go yeah, do it. Exactly. Exactly. But if I just want to do the main stories, I also don't get lost and I don't accidentally stumble to where I'm eight side missions deep. That you know what I'm saying? That's yeah. like now I don't even remember what the main story was because I spent the last two yeah, weeks. Side quest fatigue is so like, rough on that. Yeah, yeah. it's rough. the Witcher Three does that. They they have a, open world games that are story driven have this problem of oh, dude, uh, of like worse about that in my opinion. 
they, yeah, they were the worst about it. That being said, I still like, and then, you know, I, I'm going to call you blasphemous just because nobody's allowed to talk ill about my precious Witcher 3. Anyway, I'm just kidding. But I uh, love that game so much. But uh, great game. It's a great game. But like it and Fallout 4 and all these games like had this weird thing where they're like the priority mission of the story is like this urgent, personal, familial thing. Like in Fallout 4, it was your son. Yeah. In Witcher 3, like your son's gone missing. Your baby. Your little your baby, baby boy. And I, the first thing I do is go turn this, the, the the Steel Brotherhood, and it's like, what? Like, it, like Fallout Four, I tried to play it with immersion, and it was like, dude, you have to skip all side content to play this game with any immersion. Because if I'm that kid's father, screw every faction. hundred percent. Yeah. Stuff. I'm not yes. interested in the yes. spiders. Yes. Like yes. Skyrim. Same you, thing with God of War, the Skyrim. reboot they did. Yeah, you can, God, you can, way too much content. Jesus, yeah. like sometimes I feel like that's a problem. Like at AAA games, it's like, dude, it's too much. Like there's too much shit to do. Like, because uh, at this point, like, or at least give us more direction. Like lots of the same shit to do. Yes, like or yeah, exactly. Because it's the same. game. It's like cool. It might be a different story idea. It, it might be essentially just be different dialogue. But the actual mission is the same exact shit. Go to the same exact type camp loot the same treasure box it's just going to be a different prize inside that's the only difference and then i have to go back and i'll just have a different dialogue and that's it that's like i don't 100 these games dude like that's like i got cracked up at witcher 3 like one of the things i did is i like like 100 of that first area huge landmass and then you get to skellige and i was like i saw these question marks and went i don't want to go to a single one of yeah these things I'm ready to just rush through the rest of this story and get it over with i see i hate it. myself so like i yeah. will make sure to literally <laughs> do every single question mark and I, because at this point it's like i've been there for like a while now and it's like i now i'm like i can't stop like i'm just yeah that gameplay loop ruins open world games for me that's why i can't play assassin's creed odyssey for more than 30 why hours why can't they all just be more like rockstar that shit is wide open from minute one. The minute you get in the car, you can drive anywhere around the map. You can do anything you want, but you can't just talk to anybody. But they'll they'll tell you when you progress in the story long enough to where you can go talk to the next guy. Like, that's the way it should be. You know what I mean? Like, explore all you want. Like, fuck around yeah. with shit. Blow shit up. That's all cool. But, like, don't – you can't – you can't just – you can't – just jump from one to the other and just die. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you can't just go from like level 30 to level 56 and die immediately. Like nobody, yeah. nobody enjoys that. Well, it's immersion breaking to me in a big way. Yes. And yeah. a lot of these open world games try to be as immersive as possible. And like, I think when you're talking about like adding all this stuff on there, like anytime I see Ubisoft is like, I keep going back to them as the example. They're not the only they're a great example though. This. They're, they're a good example. They make triple A titles. So, you know, yeah, they like, I'm speaking to all of the, open world side quest, climb a tower to reveal more of the map uh, yeah. genre of games, uh, which is, oh, I just lost my train of thought. Oh, uh, they keep adding on like all these things to do so they can like bump up that playtime. It's like, yo, man, this game has got 80 hours of content. Yeah. Like 75 of which is the same shit you started doing at the beginning. And you're going to continue to do it. And it's like, oh, good. Yeah, like, great. And even yes. even Ghost of Tsushima has a bit of that in it, too. Like I, I've gotten where like they do the thing where uh, actually Witcher 3 has, has made every game do this now. It's actually the new Assassin's Creed game. Dirk, I was going to tell earlier was you could tell when they released Origins. It's like, oh, Ubisoft played The Witcher at some point. OK, got it. Because the question mark is the exact same font. On, on both games. It's like the exact same question yeah. mark icon. Oh, yeah. They didn't even bother like hiding no. what they were doing. Why would they? But, but like every game does that now. And I start seeing question marks and I'm like, like part of me is like, no. well, to enjoy the no. game, you got to do it. And then I realized I was like, dude, I no longer care about 
that side content unless it's like which unless you tell me going into it it's like witcher level side content and what what happens in mini games you know what i mean like what happens if it's like hey look like instead yeah, of killing somebody, what happened what, in mini games, Animal Crossing? Dude, hey, you know what? Like, why don't you just tell me to go into a a, a a pub, and I have to win three hands of blackjack before I can? What you know what I mean? Like, how easy is that to program? Like, it would take no time at all. Or like, literally, uh, like, what if it was like a, a, a um. You know, like a archery like competition. You have to hit the, you have to beat this other guy. You know what I mean? Like or yeah. anything. Like it's like. But dude, don't just... do it like how Final Fantasy VII remake did it. No. Have you played it? I have not yet. I have not uh, yet. You should. I do it's have fantastic. a PS4. Just, just yeah. honestly, I bought it for Spider Man straight up. But yeah. Uh, okay. Well, then you gotta play. You gotta play Final Fantasy. Were you a Final Fantasy guy growing up at all? Uh, okay, I played fi- again. I wasn't a PlayStation guy. I've never oh, like literally never hey. been a PlayStation guy. Dude. Um, okay, you got Switch though, dude. They released all of the uh, Final Fantasies from PS1 generation and uh, Final Fantasy 10 and 12 from the PS2 generation. Are I did Switch. play Final Fantasy 10. I had a roommate that had a PS2, so I played Final Fantasy 10. I remember that. What was the name of that game? The ball, and you're like in the bubble of water. Blitzball. Blitzball. That was fun. Yeah. I enjoyed playing that. That was yeah. pretty much all we did on that game, though. Like I just didn't. Yeah. I don't know. Like one <laughs> tangent. The point I was gonna make. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> the point I was going to make was like in Final Fantasy VII Remake, and this is not a spoiler for anybody who's listening. Uh, like one of the first things that happens is like when you get to Tifa, yeah, the game's been out for like 20 years, by the way, in case you, you know, spoilers yeah, yeah. for Final Fantasy VII. Yeah. But um, uh, you get to like this bar and you get to like, they go down and have a meeting, like her and Barrett. And like you're just in the bar and like, Dylan. and I'm like, I'm, I'm sitting here going, like, what do I have to do to progress this? Because I was sitting there just like waiting on like a prompt or something and turns out no no he i did that you like drink whatever she gave you it's like and yeah. you're like clouds like that was great and then like yeah. you're still just sitting there and i'm like okay what the hell is going on and then i finally realized you're supposed to walk over to the um darts and you play this darts mini game that you only play once throughout the entire game and like you get the high score and then they come back up and i was like what in the hell was that <laughs> Yeah, I don't. I, yeah, I don't know anything about that. That was never again. Final Fantasy, like I can, I can appreciate it. Like I understand the story of Final Fantasy VII. Um, I dated a girl many moons ago that was like obsessed with Final Fantasy VII. So like, I get it. I've heard everything about that game and Cloud and then the whole what's what's that girl's name and she dies and it's so sad and you know I, big spoilers I, I here. I would say it out loud, but Anna's got to be playing through it for the first time. So oh my goodness! It. Okay, yeah. now I will say though, people said that like apparently they pretty much changed the game style. My whole issue, I don't like turn-based games. Like once I get to a a fight, I will want to run around and play it like uh like the original God of War games. You know what I mean? Like almost like a beat 'em up. You know what I mean? Just like run around and like God of War was like, a beat 'em up too. Yeah, not really. Not at all, really. I mean, no, it was not, it not. The new God of War was more like a, an action adventure game. It was more like a uh, okay, like yes. an Assassin's Creed. It wasn't a linear beat 'em up game. You know what I mean? Like, yes. and so like, like Metroidvania-esque. Yeah, and then we and that's the thing too. Like, we played the original original God of War trilogy that my buddy had on PS2, and that that was like, I was like, damn, this is the only thing that I really wish was on xbox like this game i loved those games like i absolutely loved them but so when they got to ps4 i was like they had a, a bundle and it was like all the exclusives it was last of us remastered spider-man and god of war and uh horizon did you play last of us oh of course i did, did you yes. play the second yeah it's phenomenal one? i have not played the second one yet but i will before i get rid of my ps4 <laughs> 
Yeah, no, you have to. Don't no, read I will. the reviews. That's all. It's nobody. I don't, I feel like the world doesn't understand that what that game was trying to do. It's it a story. It's stuff. supposed to be a movie that you play through, and people get so hung up on gameplay or like on. I like, can't spoil it for you. I can't. Yeah, I want. I want to like tell you. I want. I want to spend the next three hours talking about Last of Us too because I haven't had anybody <laughs> to bounce it off of. But like, it was like I, I like I went into it like I knew what people were mad about. Yeah, and I knew like why this game was like so controversial and then sure. i played it and i was like what is wrong with people like, everybody wants is... anything to complain about man everybody has a... the worst. well okay it's okay. <laughs> so honestly i feel like when people complain about a title that just came out it's normally a sequel or like yeah. it's normally something that they've already have a beloved spot in their heart for so then they have they're pulling on their personal experience. What did I like the most from this game that everybody else liked? Even though everybody else may have liked a thousand other different things. So you are you're all fans of the same game, and that's why it's a blockbuster success. But none of you are really the beloved part is different for literally every single person. So it's like, how do you how, how, how do you live without complaining? You know what I mean? I, hate, I, I, I use this phrase a lot. It's like the gamer entitlement. It's actually oh, I stopped totally. I stopped I stopped calling myself a gamer because like the like the connotation that comes with it. Yeah. Like I like to say I'm serious about games. Okay. Yeah. I like to phrase. I'm very serious about my games, and I yeah. love my games. I play way too many of them. And labels like, are gamers, so 2015. But like every time I think of like when you say the word gamer, like the image I immediately think of are these like whiny brats on the internet that like can't wait to tweet about like how like something is to this or that or and like it's always twitter it's always twitter too <laughs> twitter's a garbage website <laughs> yeah i mean i'm not i'm not i'm not gonna disagree with that that's that's sure but we're, we're, now we're getting into websites we gotta bring it back in okay let, let, let's yeah, talk about let's talk about the upcoming games what are you most stoked to play <laughs> oh so much dude okay okay L- let me let me introduce one because i know that we're both pumped to play this one how about cyberpunk oh yeah that was the first dude. thing i was thinking of like yeah. dude like so, I, 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 okay I, i've seen all the trailers i've seen the gameplay footage and it's that like <laughs> it's like i i really genuinely feel and maybe this is just incredible marketing but I genuinely feel like this is going to be a game that no, no, we've never played before. Like, like it's not going to be a GTA ripoff. It's not going to be a Watch Dogs ripoff. It's not going to be – it's going to be its own weird thing, and I'm so excited for it. I'm gonna, This is what I do with games. This is like a philosophy I have, and it's kept me from becoming a gamer. Right. In the in the sense that we talk about is I'm going to go into Cyberpunk 2077 with absolutely zero expectations what that game is going to be and try to be. And to me, when you go through like to me, like the problem of why people get upset with games is they go in with like this is going to be like this. And I've seen people make up stuff about what Cyberpunk 2077 is going to be about. Like, the developers haven't even meant, like, confirmed or mentioned. We don't know. But they marketed it so well. We're going to have fully customizable cars. It's going to be drag racing. It's like, what? Who? Where did you pull that out from? But, like, it's in every Reddit thread. And I'm like, that's not even, like, no one said that. And they're going to get in there and be like, well, this doesn't have everything I want. Like, I don't know. And I'm afraid of, like, what Cyberpunk 277's, like, release is going to be like, how people are going to act because of, yeah. like, how much they gassed this game up. Witcher yeah. 3 was phenomenal. Witcher 2 was phenomenal. I mean, I don't know. But, like, I'm, but to, to go and get out of the way, yeah, I'm, I can't wait. 
Like, I can't wait to sink my teeth into that game. Well, for me, okay, yeah. so for me, obviously, it's going to be Halo Infinite. Like, I am just, like, I know for a fact I'm going to lose my life to that game. Like, I'm just going to be, once that game comes out, I mean, I might have to stop the podcast. Like, I'm just going to be playing that game <laughs> constantly. Like, I mean, maybe maybe I might start streaming. Um, I'm, I've been yeah, waiting for this cool, game man. for six years. Like, I, I just, I, I can't. I can't put into words how amazing I and like okay look I'm not I'm not a I'm not a, 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 a like a, a nerd as far as hardware like I don't I don't really give a shit honestly like you could if if Halo Infinite just came out on Xbox One I'd be fine with that like I just want the damn game man and I'm one of the weird guys I loved Halo Five I absolutely loved the game now was the story kind of lacking compared to the other Halos yes it was was it too short yes it was was it different as far as like there's sprint, there's clamber, they got a thruster pack now, it's not true Halo, yada, 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 whatever. But the gameplay, the multiplayer specifically, I still play that game every day. Every day, I still log on and play at least two or three games. Every day. Like, I, 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 can't, I can't put into words how they nailed that multiplayer. Like, I mean, dude, we had the highest stream on Twitch in 2016 was the world's. That that was it. This is now. This is pre Fortnite. This is this is like the beginning of Twitch. You know what I mean? Like, but it was massive at the time. You know, Mixer launched based on Halo. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and that's just that's like the, the and and what's sad now is that like they've done so much with MCC and releasing Reach again as a remaster and it looked great and all that. But it was like even even when they released Reach. And like everybody was clamoring for it, it's like then you realize, oh yeah, we've already actually all played this game. So all the buzz was gone in like two and a half weeks because it's yeah. like we all remember that from ten years ago. We've already seen all this. Like it just looks better now. Except so, for like, me, I got to play through the Halos. Oh yeah, as a young yeah. Halo virgin. Oh yeah. yeah. So, so you play through all of them now, right? I haven't played through all of them. Uh, I did the Reach. Just thing, the ones that are on PS, PC now, right? So that, what is that? One, well, I think two, it was just really three? Reach. It was really just Reach. And then one I have played before. One okay. I have played. And then I played a bit of two, like a long time ago. I don't have any memory of it, really. Yeah. But um, uh, I still haven't gotten through the rest of them. But at some point, it's on my, on my menu. Because what you said, Halo Infinite is coming out. And yeah. I, I have to, I have to get caught up. Have you seen yeah. that video of the dude that reviewed like every – he did like – he spent a year reading every single Halo. The books. Halo I just watched that YouTube video. Like, yeah. I don't even know what his, what his uh, channel was. It just popped up on my feed because I was watching the Halo like He's my videos. new favorite human. Though. Dude, I love that guy. <laughs> I, I, like, I immediately found him on Instagram. He has like a few hundred followers. And I just like – I was like, bro, let's be friends. Like, like he, he actually – like I almost want to go pick up some of their books. Oh, and, they're like, phenomenal. I'm a, I'm a nerd, yeah. dude. I mean I have a – Oh, you read them? Tattooed on my arm. Yes, absolutely. Me and my brother yeah. both. Like we went to HaloCon like last year in Chicago. It was amazing. Like, I mean, yeah. just sitting in the panel. And the cool thing about okay, this is the thing that a lot of people don't realize. Like everybody buries three four three because it's oh it's bungee and the bungee the bungee era was better. And it's like, dude, what do you think three four three is? Like three four three was literally spawned out of bungee people that wanted to stay working on Halo games. Like it's all still it was all now they're all gone. But I mean. It, everybody that everybody that was making like Reach and Halo Four that was already in development before Three Four Three got a hold of it. So like the people that like bash it, but those same people don't like Destiny, and it's like okay, well, so w- uh, would you have Does rather anybody play- like Destiny? Oh, there are a handful of my friends. I feel that like play Destiny. I know, like I play it. I enjoyed it. I thought it was a great game. It's one of second. those. It's one of those weeks. games where, like, every, like, I don't know. I've gotten to a point where I don't even join the Reddit community for a game anymore if I get into it. 
Because like you get on there and like everybody just completely is just like Oops, they need to make the raids have specifically this drop rate yeah. of this particular orb or you know come on Bungie get together. I'm just like I couldn't care less. It's fun. Come on, play the game. Yeah. Like, why why do you play games? Like come no, on, have fun. Enjoy I agree, it. man. I agree. Yeah. I mean, for me, for me, a lot of it is like I want. Specifically out of Halo, what I really want is a great story, a long campaign, and a playable multiplayer for three to five years. A multiplayer that I'm not going to get tired of because you're going to release solid, like solid new maps, solid new game types on on a regular. And I want there to be able to, I want that old Forge system back where people could create their own maps, their own game types, and be able to implement that into your regular matchmaking. You know, if you, if you see in custom games that all of a sudden these people that made this map and this game type, it's blowing up. There's tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of people playing that game type, then just add it to your regular matchmaking because then all these other people will probably like it and it's going to look like it was your great development when in reality yeah. it's just like Halo fans, you know? Don't and they did pull that a Blizzard, Microsoft. Don't yeah. pull oh, a God. Blizzard. Blizzard, that's okay. First of all, Blizzard and WoW and all of that is a completely different episode. We're gonna that's gonna be a whole different thing. My buddy Justin, that who was supposed to be here today, couldn't make it because of work. We're gonna do a different episode with him. He's a huge WoW guy, still plays WoW. Um, like, Dude, let me on to that episode because I got I got some stuff. Oh to yeah, say about oh yeah, Blizzard. yeah. You're 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 here for the oh, long. I'm in the long haul. Long haul. Once a month or so, we'll do either pop pop culture. Or maybe we'll do some movies. I know you're a movie guy too, so we'll we'll, we'll jump into the nerdy things. But yeah, yeah tell the uh, tell tell the audience, tell them to vote. See, like, is this guy gonna last? Yeah. <laughs> all right, all right. We'll, we'll put up we'll put up a little Twitter poll since that's where all the trolls like to hang out. Oh, no, our, our our listeners are great. Honestly, <laughs> they don't they normally hang they normally hit us up on Facebook and Instagram. That's where we like to do our business, if you will. Uh, but yeah, before we get too far into this, man, I think we're going to wrap up this show for, for this right. week. Um, I think we, we touched on a lot of things. We touched on old school gaming, the new consoles, the games we're most excited to play. Um, you got another one, just one more game that you're like really pumped outside of Cyberpunk that's like coming soon that like you just can't miss. Far Cry 6, Assassin's Valhalla, uh, Watch Dogs Legion. I know I'm just naming off Ubisoft. What is it about Ubisoft today? Uh, hey, I don't know what it is. But those they'll are like, they'll enjoy the promo. Yeah, I know. You think I'd be sponsored? Ubisoft, call me. Uh, <laughs> even though I like shit talk to you for like 35 minutes, but uh, <laughs> um, hey, that's what all their well, YouTubers do too. So it's all good. Yeah, those are the ones I'm looking forward to like right now. But I'm sure there'll be some more around the corner pretty soon. Cool, man. All right, dude. Well, shout out your all your socials. Where can everybody find you? Where, where can they watch your streams? When are you going to be streaming again? All that good good noise. Oh, I'm, I'm going to get back to streaming pretty soon. I took a little break, um, but I'm going to be back into that probably starting this weekend. So twitch.tv slash Tedexo is where you can find me there, or you can look up Tedexo Gaming on Facebook. I stream in both places. The chat will actually be in the same window, so we're not you know we're not two different communities. It's one. Um, and then uh, you can join the Discord from there if you want. We can, uh, we can play games together. Awesome. And that's Tedexo. That's T-E-D-E-X-O? Yeah. T-E-D-E-X-O. Yeah. So go find him. Go follow him. Give him a like. Give him a follow. Give him a sub. Whatever it is you guys want to do. But you know us, man. That's going to wrap it up for us this week. Next week, we will be back with the KG Cast Lush, our regular co-host. And we're going to be doing our happy hour about our wrestling trivia. It's going to be a good time. Back to all you Marks and all you big wrestling fans out there. We will be back on your regularly scheduled program next week. Uh, but thank you guys so much for joining us. My name is Mr. Know-It-All, Daniel John Schaefer. He is Tedexo Evan Ransom. Thank you guys so much for being here. We will see you guys next week. We're out. Peace. Later.